It's all right. You probably shouldn't play for me. <laughs> Glory to God. Good way to start the new year, right? First Friday of the year in church, in the house of the Lord. Ready to receive something good from Him. Glory to God. He's good to us, isn't He? Well, I believe I've got something from Him tonight. Amen. Let me encourage you, you, you that are in here in the building and those by internet or television, you are in the right place at the right time. You most certainly are. Glory to God. If you all stand up with me in just a moment here. I'm going to honor the word. I'll lead us in a prayer. Lord, we're here to honor you, to hear from you. Our eyes are on you. We look to you for our help, our direction, our increase. We come here expecting, Lord, to receive from you in every good area of our lives. And we're so thankful, Lord, that you are such a good God. We hook up our faith together in a family, and we're thankful to be here. And we thank you, Lord, for your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all can be seated. Glory to God. Now, y'all are believing with me, right? Good, because that's really important. <laughs> I'm expecting. How about you guys? You know, something I've shared a, a couple times when I was up here, I did not originally intend to share, and yet I believe that the Lord would have me to. So how many of y'all believe it's important to follow His leading, right? Even if you don't understand why? Yeah, I thought so. Um, it's been a good number of years ago, and uh, Lisa and I had been listening uh, to some of Brother Moore's tapes and enjoying the tape of the month. That's what we had, and, and we, thought, we thought everybody should have one of those, and we had one. We shared ours. And uh, through that was exposed to Brother Kenneth Hagin's teaching a little bit as well and got to hear some of that. And uh, we had decided, we heard about Winter Bible Seminar in Tulsa. Y'all heard of that? We heard about that. And we decided they'd be teaching on faith, and we should be there because we needed to teach on faith. That was brand new to, to both of us. So knowing what little that we did, we got together, and we prayed for Brother Hagen and Brother Moore that they would speak when we showed up. Because we just had a short window of time, and we took off work, which y'all laughing at just a short window of time we took off work and we was going to be there that one day. So we asked the Lord, you know, Lord, it'd be really handy if you would have Brother Hagen speak first and then Brother Moore could speak. That would work out really good for our schedule because we called Raymond and they wouldn't give us a schedule and they wouldn't tell us who was speaking when. That went over real well. <laughs> so we, uh, we just decided to believe God. Anybody ever heard the phrase, no word, no faith? I didn't have much to stand on on that. We, we showed up. And uh, when we first got there, uh, man, we were so excited. We, we were so tickled to be there. And we got in the auditorium, and we got our seats, and we got our Bibles. And, man, we're, we're there, and we're ready. And uh, Brother Hagen stepped to the platform, and I just I thought, this is great. This is great. And uh, he, uh, he mentioned Brother Moore's name out in the audience. And the best I can remember, all Brother Moore did was stand up and say, Hi. And he sat back down. And uh, that went over real well. And then Brother Hagen introduced the man that was going to minister the word, and he was some guy I hadn't heard of. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the wind went out of my sails real quick, and I was upset. And I wish I could tell you more about the service, but I can't because I sat there for the whole service. And I don't doubt this guy loved the Lord, had a good message, had a good word. Uh, I don't doubt God had something there for me. And I completely and totally missed all of it because I was looking at other things. I was upset. You guys wouldn't do something like that. <laughs> but I sure did. So we got up after the first service and they announced the next speaker. That wasn't going to be Brother Hagen either. And it wasn't going to be Brother Moore. And it was another guy that I hadn't heard of. And I wasn't happy about that. And uh, so we thought, well, we'll uh, check out here between the services. And my wife and I, we got up to go to the tape tables. That sounded like a fun place to go. And I was upset, and the Lord knew it. And, and you all know he can talk volumes to you 
on the inside in just a few short minutes, right? And about that time, Lisa asked me, she said, are we going to stay for the second service? Because she knows me. She knew what I was thinking. <laughs> We're going home. And uh, before I could respond, the Lord spoke to me. And he said, uh, where would you be going? I said, home. And he said, why? He said, I don't know this guy that's going to speak. And, and the Lord very gently on the inside of me said, I know him. And I like him. So I made a quick change and I told my wife, we're staying. And uh, through that time, I, uh, I got to visit Faith Life Church's um, tape table for the first time. And they gave me a tape for free and didn't charge me. This has been years ago. Uh, and left a mark on me. Um, it was such a neat thing. They said, uh, well, here's all these tapes and you can, you can have one. And I'm looking, I got, I got this one, I got this one, oh, I got that one, I got that one. They said, uh, take one anyway. I said, I got all these. They said, give it to somebody. I thought, that's an interesting way to think. And it left a mark on my thinking. It's not all just about me, but you can give it to somebody else. And the service that we stayed for, I could tell you lots about it. The second service, I made the change. I made the adjustment in my heart. I decided, same Holy Ghost. I decided, same word. I decided, same God. And I honored the word, and I honored the man of God, and he taught on prosperity. Imagine that. I needed to hear that. Man, I need to hear that. And I, I remember, to this day, one of the finest services that I was ever in. Now, why would I mention that? You know, the enemy is subtle, he's deceitful, and he'll take any foothold that you'll give him, any distraction. He'll get you looking at the man of God's shoes because you don't like the shoes. He'll get you looking at, at uh, a flower that's wilted that shouldn't be. I'm serious. In any, any foothold you give him, he will tell you you're in the wrong place. You're in the wrong time. There was supposed to be somebody else there. Well, let me tell you, you're in the right place. And it is the right time. God's not surprised that you're here. And it's not by accident. God has a good plan for us, right? Glory to God. He is so, so good to us. Well, your 2009 is, is going to be what? Your uh, expansion and increase. Amen. You all keep that in mind because that's... Uh, that's coming to pass, and it's important that you agree with what God says about it, because as you look in the Word of God, increase is always the will of God. Increase is on God's mind constantly, and it is His plan that we expand and that we increase, and that our children increase more and more, right? Amen. Amen. The uh, title of tonight's message is, The Steps of a Good Man Are Ordered by the Lord. Steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Um, I'm not, I've not shared this before. It's interesting. This happened years and years ago, what I'm about to share with you. Um, I thought it's interesting. Brother Moore's been teaching on freedom from fear on Friday nights. Is that correct? That fits along with this, and I didn't plan that, so it was a nice surprise. <laughs> but uh, the... Uh, the song that the choir sang was where the title came from. And uh, I was in church, must have been 11, 12 years ago. Good church. Wasn't here. This church wasn't here yet. And um, the choir was singing that song. You guys, can you put that, just the words of that on the board for just a second, the uh, steps of a good man, ordered by the Lord? Um, but they were, they were singing that song. And as they were singing it, I, I was singing it, and we had, had words on the board like, yeah, that's the song right there. And I had heard it before, but something happened while we were singing that song. I heard the words of the choir. I could hear myself singing. I could see the words on the board. But that, that line, the steps of a righteous man, the steps of a good man are ordered of God, the Holy Ghost said it. Now, I don't know how to explain that to you, but he was all over that verse. He was all over that word, and I didn't understand 
why at the time, but I knew his voice. I knew it was him, and I knew he was trying to get something from me, something to me. And um, so, and, and I didn't know at the time, I, I didn't know what it meant. What, what's he trying to tell me? I, I wasn't even sure, is this a verse, is it in the Bible? So uh, when I got home, what do you think I did? No, I called Dave. <laughs> I took the easy way out. And I, and I asked him, brother, the, the word, what's that mean? And he either didn't know or wouldn't say. He wouldn't tell me. It would have been easy if he'd have just told me, you know. But he didn't. So I second time I got it right, I got the recordings out. <laughs> and I found it in the Word. And, and I looked it up. Turn to uh, Psalm 37. Psalm chapter 37. It is in the Bible. It is a scripture. Glory to God. Psalm 37 verse 23 says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Put that up in the uh, New Living Translation, that same verse, 37-23. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Sounds just like him, doesn't it? And verse 24. I'll read out of the King James. Though he fall, he shall not utterly be cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Anybody ever stumble along the way? Made a mistake, messed up. Verse 25, and I love this verse. This is a psalmist. I can almost picture him saying, and he said this later on in life. He said, I've been young and now I'm old. And yet I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor have I seen his seed begging for bread. In other words, I've been around a while, seen a lot of things, but I've not seen God's kids lacking, doing without. Because God's faithful. Verse 26, he's ever merciful and lendeth and his seed is blessed. Kind of remember that word seed. I'll get back to that later. But that's talking about children. Children of the godly. Children of the righteous. But the Lord is, is kind to us. He's good to us. And the answers are in his word. Now you'll notice the steps of a good man's steps. Uh, as I've pondered on this in the years, there's, there's a lot of things the Lord sh uh, showed me about it, and I'll try to share some of them tonight, but it's not all at once. Have I got any planners in here? I was a planner. Ten years, 15 years. Yeah, you might have to change some of it, too. I've changed a bunch of it. <laughs> Turn to Proverbs chapter 4. God's plan is a good one. Amen. Proverbs 4.18 But the path of the just is as the shining light that shines more and more unto the perfect day. Now the just, who would that be? Somebody say, that's me. I'm the just. It's very important how you look at yourself. Because the accuser of the brother not only accuses the Lord, but he accuses you guys. And not just to each other. He'll accuse you to yourself. You know, one of the things I saw when I looked at that, the, the uh, steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. I, I'd look at it and go, well, I'm not righteous. And that wasn't my voice. That was the enemy's voice. So it's important what you listen to. Because I've been made righteous. How about you guys? Mm-hmm been made righteous, been, been made the just. And the path, it gets brighter along the way. It doesn't get darker, it gets clearer. How many, how many guys have walked with the Lord just a little bit of time? And you can see it's real clear. You look back and see where you've been, and it's so much clearer because you can go back and you can say, after it's all over with, God told me and God said and I did this. And at the time, you're going, is that God? I think that's Him. But it gets brighter as you continue the walk. As you continue to walk with him. Turn to Proverbs chapter 16. Thank you Lord. 16 verse 9 in the Amplified. 
It's all about the heart. It's all about the heart. Man, man's mind plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps and makes them sure. In the King James, it says, A man's heart devises his way, but the Lord directs his steps. God's smart, isn't he? I mean, he does this. This is the thing that amazes me. He does this in spite of ourselves. I mean, he's so good at it. You keep your heart right, and, and you keep your mind on it. He can do it, and you can't even mess it up to where he can't do it. See, I'm talking to some folks that love the Lord tonight, right? Not trying to sin, not, not trying to be rebellious, but actually love the Lord. Good people, good women, good men, good children, people that are saved. How many saved folks have got in the house? How many blood washed? Blood washed, right? Righteousness of God? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the heart that God's looking at. Go to Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. <laughs> Y'all seen it before too, huh? That's all right. There's new things here. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. That's my God. Thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then you shall call on me. And go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. Another version says, I'll answer you. Verse 13, you will seek me, you will find me, when you shall search for me with all your heart. God has a good plan. God loves me. God loves each one of you in here tonight. He, he cares about you. He's got a good plan. Glory to God. It's, it's a good path. It's, it's a path. Say this with me. I'm going to make it. All the way through. I'm not going halfway and quitting, but I'm going to make it all the way. Amen. He's a good God. He's got a good plan, it's, and it's a plan of peace. And I think uh, the NIV uses the word uh, prosperity in there. Prosperity, thoughts of good thoughts. That's how God thinks about us. That's in his word. Look at 2 Chronicles, verse 16, or chapter 16. Excuse me. Thank you, Lord. It's all a matter of the heart. 2 Chronicles 16, verse 9. Anybody want to know what God's up to? It's right here. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards him. He, he's talking about not people without mistakes. He's not talking about people that are flawless. He's talking about perfection in the state that faithful people. How many faithful people have I got in here? Loyal people. People that are dedicated people that are devoted, people that their whole heart is toward God, people that will get out and go to church on Friday, <laughs> people that will come to a New Year's Eve party, and instead of going somewhere, they go to church. Faithful people, right? That's us. That's us. You know, God can talk to you right in the middle of a service, right in the middle of a verse. That's one of the most fun things. <laughs> Romans... Uh, Turn to Romans chapter 8. I said that as, as Brother Moore was uh, looking at this verse a few weeks ago. The Lord said something and Brother Moore didn't say it. I mean, just God blessing you and helping you and ministering to you. It's so neat to hear from the Lord. 
Glory to God. <laughs> you can always recognize God's voice. It, 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 comes, it comes with peace. It comes with love. It comes with direction. It comes with encouragement. It's always good. He's always got something good to say. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. For as many that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. How many of you guys are led by the Spirit? See, it's important what you say, not just in church, but, but say throughout the week, I'm, I'm led by the Spirit of God. I'm not going to miss it. I'm going to follow His plan. I'm going to do His will. I'm going to do what He says. Why? Because I'm led by the Spirit. This is God's will. This is God's word for us. It's important that we look at it, put ourselves in agreement with it, and say what He says. Verse 14, for as many that are led of the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Verse 15, what I was wanting to get to. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Who would that be? Bondage and fear, death. You've got to be the devil, right? That's not what you've received. But you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Where, where you can call God, creator of the universe, my God. My father, my daddy, if you would. He speaks good things to us because he loves us, right? Voice of peace, voice of encouragement. Have you heard his voice? God will tell you things like you haven't missed it. <laughs> I can see, so you'll, you'll get a hold of that one in a minute. Think about it. I'll come back to it. You haven't missed it, it's not too late. I say it again, it's not too late. See, the enemy will try to tell you that it is, but he's a liar. He's a liar. He, words, words from the enemy, discouragement and defeat. And if you're not smart, you listen to him. But we're smarter than that, right? He'll, he'll try to tell you things like you're in the wrong place, you're too late, it's the wrong time. Somebody say liar. liar. The devil's a liar. You're in the right place. It's not too late. <laughs> you don't think you're the only one he talks to that way, are you? Y'all talk to you, brothers and sisters in the Lord, and you find out that he's telling them the same lies that he's been telling you. Because like when you missed it and he puts the spotlight on, he goes, you're the only one that's ever done that. It's a lie. It's a lie. In the scriptures, when it says the steps of a good man are ordered by God, you know what the enemy said to me? Well, you're not a good man. Well, that's a lie because God called me a good man. God called me the righteousness of God in Christ. I mean, if you're washed, you're washed. If you're clean, you're clean. But I mean, the enemy will try to disqualify verses if you let him. You'll, you'll see a good verse like that. Wealth and riches, blessing and honor be in his house. And the Lord will go, that's just for Dave. That's just for Brother Moore. Those just preacher verses. No, it's for you. Every one of you. You ought to see yourself as wealthy, because you are. You ought to see yourself as healthy, because you are. That's how God sees you. God sees you according to His Word, which is His will. How many people still breathing in here tonight? Say it with me, it's not too late. That'd do you good. You could say that tomorrow and still be true. It's going to be all right. You're going to make it. Everything he tells me, everything the Lord tells me is for my good. Now, I could kind of hear it a while ago. Somebody had the thought. And it didn't come from God, but I have missed it. Everybody's missed it. Raise your hand. Everybody look around. Surprise. We've all missed it. Same devil. He's a liar. Okay? So you've missed it. Okay? What about the blood? Does it cleanse? Does it remove the guilt and the stain and the shame? Does it wash you white as snow? Does it work? Does it have limitations? There's no limitations to what the blood can do. His mercy and forgiveness hits new every day. And if God's cleaned you, cleansed you, you're clean. If He's forgiven you, you're righteous. And if you've messed up, 
Go to 1 John 1 and 9. He's, you don't have to turn there, but put it up on the board. This is how God thinks. He puts provision ahead of you. If you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. <laughs> when, when he forgives you, think about this just a moment. When, when, when the Lord forgives you, it's like it didn't happen. He doesn't remember it. He removes it. It's not just covered. I mean, covered was in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, it's gone. As far as for the east is from the west, it's gone. So I'm going to tell you again, it's not too late. <laughs> you haven't missed it. It's not too late to do what the Lord's instructing you to do. God's always talking. Are we, are we listening to Him? It's not too late to follow his direction. It's always a good direction. It's always a good plan. Learn as, as you hear things, and I mean, we're, whether somebody's talking or not, there's always something going on in your head. You're always hearing something. Learn to discern what you're listening to. Recognize the language of the, of the enemy. It's, it's lies. He doesn't have any new lies. He tells us all the same lies. Okay? He tries to discourage each, each and every one of us. Why? Because if he can get you to give up, you won't get it. If he can get you to click the service off at the first three minutes because you didn't like the preacher's hair, you ain't getting much. See, it's little, little deceitful, little deceptive things. If, if he can get you to think that you're not the righteousness of God in Christ, so it's not your verse and you have no right or claim to it, you won't be claiming it. If he can get you to believe the confessions are just for church, confessions are for every day of the week, right? And you, and you need to ask yourself, what am I listening to? Is it, is it peace? I mean, if it is, you're all right. That's the Lord. You know? Is it fear? Real easy to discern. Are you better off after you heard the report or is it worse? We need to stop and ask ourselves a real simple question. Who said that? Who said that? Who's talking? Who am I listening to? Turn to John uh, chapter 14. This is Lisa's favorite verse. John 14, 27. Anybody got a red letter Bible out there? Your words in, in red in this one? Mine too. This is the Lord himself talking. And you know, this is not a new verse to me. And yet I see new things in it. I mean, even today. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives I give unto you. Not let, your, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Who said that? Jesus. Head of the church, right? The head of the church, I had never seen this before today. The head of the church released his faith when he said this. He said this to every one of you. He put his faith on it. I mean, first time I read that verse, I wondered, how's he going to do it? How's he going to get his peace to me? When am I going to get it? How's he going to make it? I kept reading, where's other verses? This is how he did it. Peace I leave with you right there. The faith in his word. He released his faith that you would receive his peace in that very word. The Lord himself said, I mean, think about it a minute. God of the universe, head of the church, said this to me. He wants you to have peace. And with his voice, with his word, that's where you find the peace. And with it, you often find instruction. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. That's my part. Back to what you're listening to. Back to what you're focusing on. Back to what you're hearing. 
Because if you listen, I, I, I don't know about you guys. How many, how many, how many of y'all were here Wednesday night or maybe TV? I don't know. Um, man, it did me good to hear report after report after report of some almost staggering numbers of what God's doing and how much I hadn't heard none of that on the 10 o'clock news. Did you guys? None of it. And I mean, it was hour after hour, person after person of good news giving glory to the Lord because the Lord's doing some things. Don't, if, if you're watching the 10 o'clock news all the time, I mean, you just hang your head and cry because there's not any good news on it. But yet the Lord's doing some things. He loves us. He'll go to all links to see to it that we make it all the way through. God loves you so much, there's nothing he wouldn't do for you. There's nothing he wouldn't do for you. I'm talking personally. I'm talking individually. I'm talking special things. Steps of a good man are ordered by God. Seems like for a time when I was hearing that, back to about 12 years ago, that's the only song the choir knew because Sunday after Sunday they played it. I almost got tired of it. But I knew, y'all never got tired of songs, have you? I, I knew that God's trying to get something to me. And I had bits and pieces of it, but I didn't really know yet, what is he trying to say to me? And it seemed like every magazine article I read that month, every tape I listened to, every sermon I heard, they were talking about the steps of a good man. And it's a little bit of an obscure verse. I mean, even to this day, every once in a while, Brother Moore will mention it and Dave will wink at me because he knows it's my verse. <laughs> but I mean, I heard it everywhere I went for a good while, wondering, what is the Lord trying to tell me? What's he trying to get to me? And uh, Brother Dave called me up one night and said, uh, hey, he said, uh, little church down the way I'd never heard of, he said, they're going to have a Holy Ghost meeting. You want to go? I said, not really. He said, I'll be over to pick you up in a half hour. <laughs> Lord will do anything to help you. <laughs> and uh, I hadn't been to a Holy Ghost meeting. I don't know. You probably didn't know that, but it scared me. <laughs> I was raised in the Baptist church. <laughs> Somebody say, thank God for the Baptist. I was saved and born again and baptized. I'm thankful for the Baptist church. Don't get me wrong, but uh, this wasn't what I was used to. And we got there and it's this little bitty church and this man of God, I guess he was a guest speaker. I don't know his name, but this guy knew the Lord. And so we sang a little while and then he would stop and he would go find somebody, read their mail, and prophesy over them. <laughs> Scared me. I was far enough back that I thought I might be okay. But as the service progressed, he never did start preaching or teaching. He'd just he'd go to the next person and he'd read their mail and prophesy over them. And, and uh, you know, from a distance the mic wasn't on. You really couldn't tell exactly what he was doing. But I had some kind of idea that, wow, this is scary. <laughs> and... Uh, I, I was thinking, you know, maybe he's going to come up to me, and I don't want him to. And maybe he's going to read my mail, and I sure don't want him. I don't want nobody here. And he may tell me that I messed up and tell everybody else that I messed up. And then they all know what kind of person I am. God doesn't think that way. I didn't know that. But this man, he's a stranger to me. I've never heard him. I've never met him. I don't know him. And sure enough, before the night was over, he found my chair. <laughs> yep. Came up to me, got in my face, grabbed me. You know how some preachers will prey on you and push you over? Oh, no, this guy's holding me up. <laughs> and, he's, and he's right in my ear, and he's speaking. I mean, it was his voice, but it was God's words. It was his voice, but it was the Holy Ghost. I mean, going all through me. I mean, I had never met this man, but he knew. And amongst the things he said, I won't share all of it, uh, it's, it's come to pass, the stuff that he said. But one of the things I very distinctly remember, he said the steps of, the, of a good man 
my son are ordered by the Lord. Yeah, that's where he was holding me up. (laughs) God will go to any length to see to it that you get it. Your steps being ordered by God, they're written in the Word. They're verbal instructions from a loving God. I mean, what a witness that the Lord would take somebody... Did did I say this guy? I didn't know him. He didn't know me. And yet he he read... I mean, God used him. I mean, God bless him wherever he's at. I never got to thank the guy. He may have thought he was saying some crazy stuff. You know? And, And I didn't... I didn't confirm anything he said to his face or anything, but it ministered to me. It blessed me that God loved me so much that he'd send a stranger to speak words of encouragement to me. Somebody I don't even know. And that he would be that kind. And this man of God, what he did by saying that, he set himself in in agreement with the Father. He set himself in agreement with the word to encourage me. Somebody say he loves me. He loves me. God loves us so much. He would go to any extreme to see to it that we get it. If he has to have Dave call me in the middle of the night and correct me or tell me, you're missing, here, do this, he'll do it. If he has to put it on a McDonald's billboard He'll do it. If he has to show it on the television in between a commercial, God will do it to see to it that I don't miss it. You guys too? See, I'm not just talking about me. God is no respecter of persons. That's, that's why Miss Phyllis can be his favorite, because we're all his favorite. God loves all of us. He, he's a personal God. He's a real God. He's a caring God. And he always has kind things to say. He always has encouraging things to say. He always has instructions and answers to your questions. And he doesn't show up and say, you know, I'm disappointed with you. You're not doing good. That's not him. That's not how he thinks. He shows up with words of peace and compassion. And he puts his arm around you and he tells you, I believe in you. That you're going to make it. It's going to be all right. And everything's going to work out good. And that you can do this. Whatever it is the Lord's called you to do, whatever it is He's telling you to do, whatever it is He's told you to do, it's not too late. You can still do it. I'm so thankful for God's love. I'm thankful for good friends. I'm looking at some of them. Family. Faith buddies. I'm thankful for a good church that believes this book. That's precious. Saints, that's precious. Somebody that believes the book and all of it and doesn't have to stand up here at the pulpit and say, yeah, I know that's what it says, but that's not what it means. You'll never hear that. Because Brother Moore believes the book. And I'm thankful for that because that's, that's my anchor. That's my rock. That's my source. You know, a good choir sings godly scriptural based songs I'm telling you there's so much word in what goes on up there you start looking up some of it and get a concordance it'll go ding 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 I mean just the whole screen would light up with how much of it's scripture because it's, it's the Lord how many of y'all know that uh, songs are part of the service they are they are I mean, the service that I was talking about where I heard the song, The Steps of a Good Man, Order of the Lord, I can't tell you what the service was, but I can tell you what one of the songs was because it changed my life. Because the Lord got it to me through a song. That's where I was at the time. It was easy for me to hear a song. It was a little harder to listen to a preacher. But I could hear a song. (laughs) Glory to God. God is always, always speaking to us. Say this with me. I'm a doer. I'm a doer. I'm a doer of the Word of God. Everything He tells me is for my good. And I always do 
Those things that please Him. You know, God's talking to us a lot. And we hear Him more than you think. If you get thinking about it. I mean, He's the one that's telling you you're going to make it. He's the one that will give you simple instructions, things to follow. He's always speaking good things to us. I mean, it's natural. He's our daddy. We're his kids, right? It's a natural thing that he would speak to us. He's always speaking words of encouragement. You're still in John 12, right? 14, 27. You know how to defeat the devil? Real simple, you listening? How to defeat the devil. Don't listen to him. It's like he's outside, glass windows and sorry, I can't hear you. What? I can't can't I can't hear him. Has no effect on you. It, it, he's he's been stripped and rendered powerless and helpless by your God. If you don't listen to him, you just can't do much. 1427, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. That's our part, that we watch what we allow into our heart, we watch what we allow ourselves to repeat, we watch what we allow ourselves to meditate on. I mean, we should be saying what God said about us, even if your head doesn't understand it. Even if your pocket butt doesn't look like you're rich, you still should be saying, the Lord's, the Lord's prospered me. He's blessed me. I'm the righteousness of God. I'm wealthy. I like the sound of that. Turn to Psalm 119. Have you been there lately? Longest psalm in the Bible. My verse is in the Bible twice. It's in two places. Psalm 119, verse 129. Do you know God looks at all of you guys as overcomers? You know, He sees you as victorious. He sees you as making it. He sees you as good men. He sees you as good women. That's how, the God, that's how God sees you. That's how He looks at it. Psalm 119, verse 129, Thy testimonies are wonderful. Therefore does my soul keep them. The entrance of Thy words give light. And gives understanding to the simple. I open my mouth and panted and long for thy commandments. Can you, can you see here? This is a man that's hungry for God's word. This is a person that values and honors God's word. Reverences and respects God's word. He, he's looking. He's listening. What do you got next, Lord? What do you got to say? Because I'm listening to you. I'm not busy listening to the enemy. I'm not busy listening. I'm, I'm listening for your word because your word gives light. Verse 132, look upon me and be merciful to me, as thou usest me to do unto those that love thy name. This, this man's a blessing on purpose. He's looking for people to bless and people to help. Verse 133, order my steps in thy word, and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Deliver me from the oppression of man, so I will keep thy precepts. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant and teach me thy statutes. That, that should be the call of our heart. Lord, show me what I don't know. Show me so that I won't miss it again. Tell me what I need to hear, Lord. Words of hope, words of victory, words of encouragement, one step at a time. I've never shared this in public, but you want to know what the verse he was saying to me was. Steps of a good man are ordered of God. I was a planner, and I made plans years down the road. 
And when Lisa and I got married, we decided, actually I decided, we was going to have one kid. And the reason for that, I thought, was pretty simple. I can buy one kid Nikes instead of Kmart shoes. I can buy one kid nicer clothes. I could send one kid to college. That's a money decision. And I hadn't heard what you guys heard. If you're led by money, you're not led by the Spirit. And I made that plan years ago, and I'd closed it, and I'd settled it, and Elise was eight years old. And we wasn't having no kids. We wasn't having any more kids. And weeks after I'd first heard the song in church, I was in the same church, and the choir stuck on the same song. And I heard the Lord, your steps of order to God. And I said, what? He said, you haven't missed it. I said, what? He said, have another kid. I hadn't even had that thought. I hadn't even entertained that thought. And I thought, it's too late. And he said, it's not too late. And I knew it was him. And I thought, I don't have the money. And yet I'd growed enough in the Lord to know when I said it, that was wrong. Now, I didn't know it when I first had done it years ago, but I knew it when I revisited that thought, that's wrong. That's a wrong motivation. Jacob's 10 years old. <laughs> We're doing just fine. <laughs> they both wear Nikes. <laughs> I mean, God's good to us. God's good to us. If, if we'll just take the time to listen, to listen to His voice... Because as the years go by, God's changing you. And you need to recheck what you think you know. Because the Lord might have changed you and you're doing something and you haven't even questioned it lately. And He's there to help you. Turn to Psalm 37. You're in the Psalms just a few pages back. Thank you, Lord. You guys are easy to minister to. God is so good. He's given us such a good family. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 37, verse 3, out of the King James. Trust in the Lord and do good, so thou shalt dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and He shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way unto the Lord, trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth thy righteousness as light, and thy judgment as the noonday. God is so good to us, He'll give you the desires of your heart. He'll, he'll bring things into your life for you to enjoy, just because you enjoy it. That's how much He loves you. That's how much He cares for you. Glory to God. In closing, turn to John, uh, turn to John chapter 10. Thank you, Lord. John chapter 10 about the Good Shepherd. Verse number 9. Most of this chapter is read. This is the Lord talking. I am the door. And by me, if any man enter, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pastor. The thief cometh not before to steal, kill, and destroy, but I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Put that up in the Amplified. Thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I've come that they might have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. That's what God wants for everybody in here. 
That's what His plan is. That's what His path is. That's what His heart's desire is. That's what His Word is sent to do. That is what the Lord Jesus was sent to provide. That's what He's trying to get to you. That's what He's trying to tell you. Everything He tells me is for my good. When He tells you something, that's what He's trying to get you to get. A, bi a bigger piece of the good life. Glory to God. Verse 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for his sheep. Verse 14, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and I am known of mine. Somebody say, he knows me. He knows, he knows my name. He, knows my he, loves me. he loves me. Isn't that a neat thought? I mean, if that's all you got tonight is that God loves me, he knows my name, boy, that'll just make you smile all weekend. I mean, the Lord of the universe, God of the heavens, creator of the stars and the skies and the planet, you know, he knows me. He knows me. I mean, I know just a few famous people, and it's an interesting thought that if they saw me at the mall, they could call me by name. But that's nothing to be compared to this. God knows me. The ancient of days, it's always been, that always will be. He knows me by name, and He loves me, and He believes in me, and He believes I can make it, and He believes that I'm righteous and good and clean, and He calls me His own, and He's not ashamed of me. Man, that'll put a skip in your step. I mean, just that thought that God, He knows me. He knows me. Verse 27, still chapter 10. My sheep hear my voice. I know them. They follow me. I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Somebody say never perish. Never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them to me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. Did you know that nobody can make you fall? That you're destined for heaven? Ain't nothing the devil can do to change it? That you're destined to win? To overcome? To be victorious? To make it all the way through? That's what the Lord has for you. Because He loves us. Glory to God. Everybody stand on your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.